0: Let's
1: get nuts. Hello! What's happening, everybody? Just to make sure I had that audio on. Ah, where is it at? Oh, we should have that. Dialed in. What is happening, guys? Welcome to Film Chucky Live on July 26th. That's right. We're almost done with this month. Holy crap went by real quick thank you guys for joining in as per usual we'll be talking about some good stuff right here we're going to talk about the the batgirl movie because you know the uh some details came out a couple of weeks ago never got around to it because there was just too many other things to talk about so i wanted to like actually make that a main topic for a stream one of these times and you know the news is kind of scared so why not talk about the flash vod haunted mansion which who knows if anybody's going to go see that this weekend i'm sure some people will we'll talk about some of those reviews we're also going to talk about the other movie that's coming out this weekend too which i'm probably going to see because i don't really care about seeing haunted mansion but and then we'll talk about that secret invasion <laughs> finale i'm sure you uh hopefully you guys check that out because oh wow anyways all right what's going on ryan good to see ya. we got miss nighthawk here always good to see ya. Ah, up rough day uh-oh uh-oh well hopefully uh hopefully everything's all good hopefully everything's all good but good to see you gorgeous and then of course russ who can't just help himself yeah let's see we got uh eric right here tonight turns out this season chick-fil-a's also got a frosted white peach lemonade What's the difference between a, a regular peach and a white peach, I wonder? Wonderfully refreshing with the right amount of ice cream. Yeah, nice. Okay, oh yeah, look at you fixed it. Good job, proud of you. We got Droga here, good to see you, buddy. Patrick, hi, I Rewatched the boys in Smallville. Alright, you rewatched them today? Or in the past couple of days, maybe? Azteca, what's happening? And everyone in the FMS, yeah, good to see you okay, let's see, we got Druid right here, new song, yeah, well, I mean, I try to change it up every week, I do try to change it up, but sometimes it doesn't work, sometimes it doesn't work, but, you know, it doesn't work out, I go back to old songs, but whatever, oh, looks like we've got a super chat, hey, fine, hey, that's fine, all right, Mr. Venom, good to see you, we got Kevin right here, name of the intro song to, the the intro song is, well, I'll, I'll bring it to you in a minute, when I pull up that screen it's like a royalty-free kind of song right there so yeah that's what that is darkness what's going on and then of course who watches the watchman bright burns 1985 thank you for the two dollar super chat appreciate it every little bit helps every little bit helps for sure helping out the channel much appreciated you know you appreciate the content hey nothing wrong with a little donation right all right we got stephanie t right there good to see you all right Okay, let's go ahead and turn some things off. Thank you guys again for joining as as we talk about all this stuff. It's hot. It's still hot. Yeah, support. Yeah. Well, you guys are supporting just by watching. Don't worry. Um, Let's see here. What was that? The song is called, I don't know, it's just called Royalty-Free Modern Rock Instrumental Called Forever. So that's what I'm using right there when it comes to that. No, seriously, who watches The Watchmen? Yeah, uh the watchers uh god i yeah maybe the justice league who knows <laughs> yeah so all right let's get to these tweets hopefully you guys had a good couple of days i had a good couple of days not too bad like i said it's just hot just hot in california right now and uh, i'm going to vegas this weekend so it's like oh boy it's going to be even hotter over there i know i went to arizona when the heat wave hit and now I'm going to vegas this weekend so What could he do? Free? Went to a free concert last night in Irvine Amphitheater. Homegirl had an extra ticket for Disturbed. Lucky you. Oh, There you go. There's my Disturbed impression right there. I like it. That's cool. I would love to see them live, actually. Why didn't she invite me, Azteca? Damn it. Now, we're going to start the tweets. uh, You know, the tweets are... (laughs) We have aliens, folks. That's right, aliens. Aliens. It was UFO day today, but you know, we're gonna start off we're gonna start off strong. We're gonna start off start off strong with Bigfoot. That's right. We're starting off with Bigfoot because somebody actually Did a whole freaking AI thing right here. And I thought this was kind of cool because we all know the Bigfoot footage. So it's been restored. And then they just kind of like, you know, AI with Photoshop or probably After Effects or some kind of editor just kind of like stabilized the shot right there. And then, of course, they're like, it looks female. I mean, I think it just looks like somebody in a freaking costume right there. But I just thought it was kind of cool. This is where AI works in our favor, you know, because there's a lot of talk about AI and everything, so I was just kind of just like, I thought that was just pretty cool right there. Creepy. And then, you know, let's hope that this is not the case. Can we hope that this is not the case right here? Uh, I mean, I, I, I laughed, I laughed. An A-G-T design, I mean, good. Hopefully it doesn't end up looking like something like this. But, uh, yeah, so they, they made like a floating heads poster right here for Superman Legacy. And, uh, you know, I'm just like, all right. It's, it's it's like come on come on come on I like how they put Blue Beetle in there as well makes you wonder and of course we're going to be talking about Batgirl so we got Phil Cho talking about the Von Craig nineteen sixty six version of Batgirl which you know I remember watching the reruns of Batman sixty six and you know there was a little bit of excitement when you saw in the opening na 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 batman and then you saw batgirl on her bike go and then you go okay it's a batgirl episode and you know we all enjoyed that at least us young lads and some of us young ladies i guess too but anyways happy 40th anniversary to metallica you guys know i'm a big metallica fan one of my favorite bands their first album came out 40 years ago yesterday holy shit man that's crazy it's a great album kill them all love it you play that album you play the recent album i mean it's just it's crazy how where they yeah yeah you're not old droga you were you were yeah this movie this the movie this this uh this album came out and you still were not alive 20 years later until 20 years later crazy yeah and then, of course, uh, more delays happening. Poor Things has been delayed to December eighth, so not to next year, but Poor Things, starring Miss uh, Emma Stone, has been delayed to to the d- December eighth, and well, it's partially due to the strikes. Again, if the strikes keep going on, we're not going to have much. We're not going to have many movies to watch this fall and winter. That's for sure. So. And, of course, Barbie is just kicking ass right now. It's uh, tacked on some more. It's at, at 100 and I think it's crossed 200 million now domestically. So that's funny. I don't know if this is real, but I thought it was funny. Does Oppenheimer have a post-credit scene? I wouldn't be surprised if this is an actual headline because that's the world we live in now. Thanks, Marvel. Even though they didn't start that. The post credit scene was something that came before. That. I guess you could say they just perfected it, but then it's like now everybody's looking for a post credit scene. So I made the joke that the post credit scene was actually a glowing lizard and Sam Jackson walks up to it. Because, you know, obviously, you know, you, you get it. You get what I'm putting down there, right? And then we have uh, The Exorcist. Anybody see the trailer for The New Exorcist? Bel- was it called Believer? Yes, the Exorcist, I'm a believer. Yeah, 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 I'm a believer. Ooh, monkey song? Put that in there. Tell me something. Tell me that's in there. This doesn't look that great. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I didn't really, I thought You're it just looks pretty generic, but, and then it's like that whole thing where it's like, oh, let's get the mom in the original Exorcist to come in Every and color. try to help. I'm like, why? Why do you need the mom to help? You don't need the mom. The there she is, right there. I forget her, the actress's name. But I mean, it's kind of cool that the original mom from the original Exorcist is coming out for this movie. But I just kind of go like, what? I I would I would imagine the best way to tackle somebody who's possessed is to just get a priest that knows how to do the get Constantine, John Constantine. He knows what to do. But you get the mom. You get the mom that had her daughter go through this whole thing, but it's like she didn't, she just, or she just had to like deal with it. She just had to deal with her daughter being possessed. Why don't she get some freaking priests and people that know what the hell they're doing? I mean, she witnessed the exorcist. Sure. She witnessed the whole thing happening, but do, do we really need the mom? We don't need the mom. You don't find the mom. And that they're doing that whole thing. We're like, maybe you could help my daughter. And I'm like, That doesn't even make sense she cannot she it's not like the mom in the original exorcist just took on a line of hey now i'm gonna become a priest i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna become i'm gonna help people and try to rid the world of all these demons um that's what i'm doing now i'm becoming a badass i'm gonna do that no see they're doing like the whole terminator dark fate thing where it's like yeah bring the mom back but in this case, I mean, when it came to Dark Fate, yeah, they just, they, they, they kind of fumbled that a little bit. Although, not all bad, I will say. But still, w- but when it comes to this, it's like, what the fuck is the mom going to do here? Except for scream. I've seen this before. Look at her go down the stairs. Doing a crab walk down the stairs. I've seen that before. Okay, but what can you do? You can't do anything. Anyways. Just my gripe on this whole new Exorcist that's supposed to be a sequel to the original, of course. It just doesn't seem like they're doing it right. It's not. They're not doing it right. They're not doing it right. It's like we get, we get like fucking three Exorcist movies a year, okay? And some of them end up being good. Some of them end up being bad. I heard that one with Russell Crowe, right? I heard that was actually pretty good. I haven't seen it. But I heard it was actually pretty good, so I'm gonna have to check it out. Probably be better than this fucking shit, but whatever. Just leave it alone. No more exorcists. But hey, let's listen to uh, Kevin Conroy, may he rest in peace. Let's listen to him talk about live-action versions of Batman and Superman right here.
0: I was like, yeah, but Batman is so screwed up. I say, yeah, but Superman is so boring. <laughs> Um, but you're right, in the most recent film, they've, they've given Superman, they've dirtied him up a little bit, uh, which I think is really smart, because he was, he was dumb. And I liked Michael Keaton, um, I like Christian Bale, I liked a lot of them. I think Ben Affleck, but all of them, got either Bruce Wayne or Batman. For me, Ben Affleck was the one who got closest to getting Bruce Wayne and Batman. You know
1: what
0: I mean? Yes. He's, I think he he's really got kind of both sides
1: of the character. Here you go. Kevin Conroy going like, hey, yeah, yeah. You know, Zack Snyder kind of dirtied up Superman. So he liked that. And then, uh, and then, of course, gave praise to Batfleck as well. So you got to love that. Just got to love that. The goat speaks. That's right, Stephanie. The goat speaks. And uh, do you guys remember... <laughs> Uh, I've been to San Francisco. I mean, this was like, you know, 10 years ago or whatever the hell. And uh, it's just gotten so much worse in the past decade. San Francisco created an app for publics help locating the rare instances, the rare instances of human feces found in public spaces for cleanup. The project was canceled 11 days later. So when people logged on, they marked they did a whole geolocation marker to be like hey this is where the shit is look at this is within a this is within a a week and a half this is how bad it is in san francisco right now so bad that there's you you're literally and you know i know somebody that lives up there and even in responding to this said like yeah you smell it you the city smells like shit it's probably gotten way worse But yeah, it's just like, Jesus Christ. Look at all that. All the markers right there where there's literal human shit on the ground. What the hell, man? But hey, whatever. Governor Newsom, he's going after the guy in Florida. That's what his focus is on, is Florida. Doesn't care about his own state, really. All right. And then we got Aaron Bailey right here, just nailing it, of course, doing a nice little edit where... I mean, come on, he put the, he made it a sitcom opening right here. He made it a sitcom opening. And used the Full House, Full House uh, font and the Full House theme song right there. So yeah, it did everybody. I don't want to play it all because obviously copyright. And then of course use that right there, which a lot of people don't like that right there and i will admit i don't really care for um you know the joke that happens right here in this scene but you know he did he did a good job by uh making it a sitcom opening right there so that's good and then speaking of the exorcist this is kind of funny right here because this is a shot from the trailer of the new exorcist you know movie and obviously obviously you know showing her daughter right here but it's actually pulled from (laughs) Okay, so apparently Miss Blair did another movie called Portrait of a Teenage Alcoholic, Sarah T. And they used that image of her right there for the Exorcist Believer trailer. That's right. That's right. Lazy, but whatever. I they probably didn't expect the internet to find that. And to be honest, it's not like I would have sniff that out either but it's just kind of crazy how quick the internet works that they that they found that somebody saw that image in the trailer and went that looks familiar is that from that movie Sarah T Portrait of a Teenage Alcoholic yes it is that's funny everybody remember that couch remember like back in the day we had they had these couches that were ugly as hell and brown and The color of shit and puke and piss, you know, we had one of those couches. I'm just saying it was just something that caught my eye when it came to that. So, all right. And then, hey, we got some marketing right here. I mean, some marketing is happening when it comes to uh, Blue Beetle. They're taking out the banner for Barbie and then, of course, dropping a banner for Blue Beetle. So at least something's happening right here. Look at that. So now it's Blue Beetle's turn. And we still got a couple of weeks. They took that Barbie banner off because Barbie don't need it. But now Blue Beetle needs it. Big time needs it. (laughs) It does. Yes, guys, and I know when it comes to Blue Beetle. Oh man, let's just type it in right here. Blue Beetle. We all know, project- <laughs> yeah, it, it it's not looking good. It's not looking good when it comes to that. I mean, it's being promoted like a motherfucker, which is great. We got the, uh, the Times Square promotion for Blue Beetle. Great. It's all good. It's all gravy when it comes to that. But, man, when it comes to the projections, oh, man, is it not going to give me the projections? It's just showing all that. Where's these projections at? Come on. There it is right there. So, yeah, this is your early projections but what we got we still got a couple of weeks but it's now being projected to earn between 27 and 55 million domestic that's the entire run that's not the opening weekend when i first saw that i was like oh my god it bumped up sweet it might do well, at least, because it's got a low budget. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, wait, that's the entire run it's projected. I don't know. Might be a sleeper hit. I hope it is. Probably not going to be. Was wrong about the flash. I thought the flash was at least going to make some kind of impact at the box office, but not so much. But it's so weird because when it comes to Blue Beetle, by the way, I like this shot. I like the colors of this shot. It's pretty cool. Um, anyways, but when it comes to Blue Beetle, it's like, all right. First Latino lead, DC Universe, cool. Shola Mariduania, I mean, I like him, we all like him, Cobra Kai. So it's always like high hopes, very high hopes for this. Low budget, which does help because The Flash probably had a budget of $350 million, $400 million. who knows? Who knows how much they pumped into that thing. When it comes to Blue Beetle, I'm hoping that yeah, maybe they kept it pretty low because they knew it was probably not going to stand a chance. And then, of course, there was people that were saying that, like, hey, why even release it? Put it on Max. It was supposed to be on Max. I'm like, no, that's not that's not going to be the thing anymore. It's not going to be the thing when I saw people on my timeline saying that they should just put it on Max streaming HBO Max, whatever you want to freaking call it. No, it's not the way it's going to be anymore, because guess what? Hey, yeah, the freaking streaming services aren't making the money that they were hoping. So naturally, they're still going to be putting these movies out in theaters Except you know maybe like the super low budget ones maybe not I don't know it's it's just now the studios are very much trying so much they're so much trying to just figure out how to get as much money as possible obviously a return when it comes to these when it comes to these films what we're gonna see and Netflix is doing it too we're gonna see a lot of these movies have a box office run no matter what they're gonna like put it out in theaters you might as well I mean they're not gonna have to spend money on at least for the cast to do press junkets and promote this because of the strike. But of course, they're still going to pump money in for marketing. Obviously, we saw the banner go down and we saw that it's in Times Square. I mean, all that was probably already worked out like months ago or probably even last year. They probably already worked all that stuff out and already had a marketing budget and everything. But I'm just hoping that that budget, the marketing budget, didn't like inflate it too much. Because maybe it's like you just never know. You just never know. I'm like, is it going up? I mean, we got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem that's coming out next month. So maybe, maybe that and those two might blow up August. I just hope so. I can have hope. I can have hope for Blue Beetle right here. Can we have hope? Can we have hope? At least can we root for, can we root for the big time underdog? (laughs) That's all I want to do is just root for the big time underdog. Nah, Dave. Nah. Screw him. Screw one about Discovery. Screw James Gunn. Bring back Zack Snyder. All right. Well, Zack Snyder doesn't probably feel how you do about this movie. He probably is going to go see this and he's probably going to enjoy it because he's not cynical about movies. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's just, I just, I root for it. I root for it. I root for it, and that's and, and it's one of the best live action costumes that's been like adapted. My God, it's been it's just that's just just awesome right there. So I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, and then we got all right, we got James Gunn right here, and this is kind of funny. And again, I respect James Gunn for actually leaving Twitter for Threads and not tweeting anymore. Good on him for actually doing that because a lot of people, 99.8% of the people that said they were going to do that did not do that. Anyways, so somebody right here, Mr. Damian Knight Wing, 97, uh, he basically just said right here when it came to tagging James Gunn, Cannot conceive me. James Gunn is not lying to fans of the DCU with Superman Legacy about being an origin story and setting up a future new Justice League of America angle. Mr. Terrific and a Superman story, lol, I don't see it. And then James Gunn put right there, now you've seen it. Again, when people are just complaining about like, like what's happening right here, it's like this very well could even be the scene that's in Superman Legacy, a quick little exchange. Doesn't mean like, oh yeah, Mr terrific is going to be like all throughout the movie it's like i just hope what i'm hoping when it comes to this movie and and the meta humans that are involved with it the other heroes out there is a good balance can we just have a good balance i just want a good balance when it comes to all that's just have a good balance and then something like this which where it's just like a quick exchange between two heroes that just could be it right there could just be that Superman needs some intel on whatever the hell he's having to deal with. And maybe he has to look to one of these heroes, one of these people that are out there. But it's just kind of funny. It's like, yeah, it could very well be uh, something like that. I'm just saying, you know, let's let's I when it comes to the DCAU, the animated universe, guess what? It's like you just accept that these heroes are already established. So let's kind of just why not just do that with the the live action now? Just accept that there's an established universe and you you don't know who's going to be popping in. Cool. But as long as there's like a good balance and it's not trying to do too much like setting up the next thing like what Marvel Studios is doing. But that's what he did right there. Good on him. Yes. Let him cook. Let him cook. (sighs) Zachary Levi. I don't share the hate that others do because, you know, naturally in this society, when you start saying certain things and and, and, and agreeing with people, uh, you know, fringe people or whatever the hell, people start throwing hate on you. I still think Zachary Levi is a good guy. He seems like a good guy, but when asked about his future with Shazam, he should just be like, eh, no comment. We'll see what happens. And then that's it because he keeps on answering it. And then of course he just says, I don't know what the future holds because fewer of the gods was not well received. I have no idea where we go from here. And then there was actually more tacked onto this. I saw it. I saw it, you know, cause he was basically going like, Hey man, I mean like, you know, the, the audience score. I mean, he was looking at, of course, rotten tomatoes and saying like the audience score was good. Yeah. The critic score, maybe not so much, but I mean, it's just like, Zachary, you know, you'll be okay. Hopefully, if there's going to be a Chuck revival, uh, maybe. But, um, yeah, but it's just like, yeah, just, it's just not going to, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, but not your fault entirely. I mean, it was Shazam. And, it, and, and for the most part, Shazam, I mean, both movies were decent. I like the first one better. The second one? You know, I I wish there was a longer cut, because I think David F. Sandberg had some more, had it flowing more when when it came to you know cut scenes and whatever the hell. I I am sure that if we were to watch what David Sandberg wanted, first one and second one, it'd be a decent little watch from you know Shazam one and two. So, but yeah, just uh no no bueno when it came to that. But uh, you know. It's, he, maybe they will. If James, maybe James Gunn will be like, hey, you know, you show up in Superman Legacy. Wouldn't that be something? He just randomly shows up. That would throw some people off. And, uh, hey, look at this. I thought this was pretty funny right here. You know, obviously, uh, I I host a stream every Friday called the Vodka Stream, so this appealed to me. Now the vodka. (laughs) That's hilarious. Come on. Laugh at that. It's pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny. And then we got some more. uh, We got some more. Let's see. I've been given the all clear to show some of my costume concept designs for Michael Keaton Batsuit in the flash. This is just four of hundreds I did. Hundreds. My God. So he just showed four, Mr. Chris Weston right here showed four. Look at this costume right here. This is a blend, and I love it. I love this because this is a blend of like basically the first bat suit with the ears that kind of just arc out a little bit, and then it's got the Adam West logo. And then yeah, I love the the holsters. A lot of people are like, did he have guns at first? No, he just had. He had uh, holsters for the grappling gun, and I thought I think that's just so freaking cool. It's called Batman A, version 7 right here. So, yeah, it basically is based on the, uh, yeah, it says the Adam West emblem right there, and I like that it's 3D. I think that's a pretty awesome costume right there. And then we got this costume, which is, it's a variant. It's a slight variant of the 89 Bat costume right here. I dig it. You know, with the colors that are being a little bit more dark, dark, it's just black and gold. And you still got that 89 logo that I love so much. And I like what the uh, utility belt looks like. Not too shabby, all black. And then, of course, we have the, man. Eh, this is pretty much the Batman Returns costume. So this looks like maybe, I don't know, it just looks a little fancier. But essentially, that is the Batman Returns costume. And then another shot of another version of a costume that maybe he was he was trying to push for for the current costume. You know, that's what that looks like right there. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And then he, like, continued on by saying, like, the first is my favorite, the cow. And then, of course, he, like, showed, like, yeah, the first one basically is the, the, the one that made it pretty much. So look at that right there. Pretty sweet. We saw that when, uh... Batman opened the door, so that was pretty sweet. So there you go, some cool little bat costumes right there. All right, and then it's still not looking good for SAG-AFTRA. Uh, SAG-AFTRA say they uh, are already they're ready to get back to work and have asked the AMPTP A- A- T- to return to negotiations, but the studios have declined. Ouch. I mean, it's still not looking good. It's still not looking good, but we got Brian Cranston right here that actually gives it. I mean, he gives a good, pretty, pretty good speech right here and calls out Bob Iger because he don't give a shit. It's Walter White. It's
0: very um, ironic that we are all gathered here today in unity in front of an entity that is run by Disney. Disney? And now... Uh, we've got a message for Mr. Iger. I know, sir, that you look through things through a different lens. We don't expect you to understand who we are, but we ask you to hear us, and beyond that, to listen to us when we tell you. Oh, we Michael Shannon's not right
1: there We have
0: our jobs Brandon taken Frazier. away, wow. given to Christian robots. Slater
1: nice but see that line right there that line right there is so creepy that line right there is creepy because I've lived my whole life watching sci-fi TV shows and movies and the fact that this is real life an actor right now is saying this in real life say it again we will
0: not have you take away our right to work and earn a decent living beyond that to listen to us where is it When we tell you, we will not be having our jobs taken away and giving to robots.
1: Isn't that weird? (laughs) Isn't that weird? When you think about it, it's like... He literally just said, like, you're not gonna give our jobs to robots. (sighs) What the fuck? I mean, (laughs) we're in a site, we're in a black mirror. I don't know what's going on. We got UFOs and robots. AI. Jesus Christ. But good on, Brian Cranston. Like the speech. Pretty awesome, but it's just so so weird to think that he's like, you're not gonna give our jobs to robots. Whoa. We live in a sci-fi movie now, guys. We do because it was UFO day, too. It was crazy UFO day. and look at and listen listen to what they were uh Oh boy, that's right, guys. <laughs> Robots, AI, and aliens. What is happening right now? Where are we? That's what's going on, though. But yeah, it's just it's like, yeah, just today has just been pretty crazy with some of these things that we're saying that they were saying. They even talked about like interdimensional beings. Like there's a possibility. I've always kind of liked that theory because you guys know that I love to dive into this crazy stuff, go down rabbit holes, conspiracy theories, and whatnot. I like I like the fact that it's like there was like you know the theory that it's not that these beings traveled from another galaxy over to here over to here. It's the fact that they actually live with, upon us, but in another dimension, and then they can actually they have the technology. To, re- to actually get into our dimension. It's all pretty crazy stuff. They talked about that too. Talked about a lot of things like that. The, the whole tic-tac UFO that was up in the sky or UAP, whatever you want to call it. But man, there was like a lot of things that were talked about. And it's just like, wow, we're in that. We're, we're just, we're there, folks. We're absolutely there. We're absolutely there when it comes to all this and we're also here god damn it barbie barbie movie had to do so had to do so good at the box office so now mattel is like all right you get a movie you get a movie you get a movie you get a movie upcoming live action movies based on mattel toys uno Barney, barbie barney jesus christ Uno, Barney, Witchbone, Matchbox, Hot Wheels, Magic 8-Ball, Polly Pocket, Viewmaster, American Girl, Major Matt Mason, Masters of the Universe, Thomas the Tank Engine, Rock'em Sock'em, Robots. That's quite a cinematic universe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, um, Now, I highly doubt... I highly doubt... That all these movies are going to be like some crazy live action movie about, you know, certain things like, you know, Polly, I don't know, Polly Pocket will probably be. I I guarantee you that Polly Pocket was pitched at a board meeting like this is the next Barbie and good for Greta. For not for saying like, ah, I don't think I'm going to do a sequel. Of course, we didn't think that Todd Phillips was going to do a sequel to his movie and that's coming out next year. Now she might end up doing a Barbie sequel, but who knows? But she said no. Nah. But I guarantee you that when it came to Polly Pocket or American Girl, they were like, "This is the new Barbie." But I'm thinking that some of these movies are not going to be crazy. All right, let's do some meta weird stuff when it comes to making this movie. They're going to be actual like creations, like a bio, like the Tetris movie going to be like how they created some of this uno uh, yeah i mean it's got to be right unless it's going to be something about some crazy game night. we already know about barney barney's actually been in development forever and it's and it's got what's his name in it too and it's going to be a very old yeah it's not going to be about actual about about an actual purple dinosaur it's going to be something different hot wheels apparently is a jj abrams produced joint right there so but yeah and Rock'em Sock'em Robots, well, we already had that. It was called Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. And of course, Vin Diesel even talked about it too and said, oh, he's very excited because you know we got a script going, it's developing pretty great, blah, 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 blah. blah. It's like, yeah, Vin Diesel, you're gonna be doing Fast and Furious movies until you're 76 years old. Because anytime you try to start a different franchise, the Riddick franchise is like the only one that maybe has some life in, in it still because those movies are, you know, they're just cool sci-fi fun. But you're really going to start, you're going to try to do Rock'em Sock'em Robots? No. Just do a fucking sequel to Real Steel. I thought there was a sequel to Real Steel that was coming out. Sequel series? Something like that? I don't know, but yishk, yish. Just all crazy. Yeah, there it is right there. Rock'em, sock'em. My God. And rest in peace to Sinead O'Connor. She died today at 56 years old. Man. Nothing compares to you. So may she rest in peace. That's young right there. It's definitely young. And we found our first alien, guys. It's Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell right here. He, like, uh, he, he, the mothership was, like, the mothership must have hit his, like, little receptor thing because when he uh, was right here during, like, all this stuff, he just kind of froze up and was, like, burp, started glitching. You ever seen, remember, you've seen Men in Black, right? Remember when the face opens up and there's a little alien guy in there, like, operating the robot? Yeah. That's what's happening right here, folks. There's a little alien guy that's behind the face. And he couldn't get the, he was like trying to move levers and, you know, he just malfunctioned. But again, you know, I mean, hopefully he's okay. But it just comes to show you that some of these politicians need to have, they should just be forced to retire. There's too many old guys, the old people that are just still holding on to this power that need to just know, can we get younger people in there, please, please. Can we get some younger people? We just need some younger people in there. Hey, check it out, guys! We got Elon Musk's new VR glasses right here. Hopefully, you like them. They're in the shape of an X. I don't know. Looks like this guy that's wearing them though. I think he's like in pain. He looks like he's in pain. Possibly, I don't know. Anyways, no, this is a new. It's a new. Uh, it's, a new uh, it's a new poster for Saw X. But yeah. Obviously, they're writing on that whole thing. But anyways, witness the return of Jigsaw. I'm curious, how do they bring him back? I'm actually pretty curious. Greg Silverman talking about, you know, Watchmen was ahead of its time, which we talked about that when Patrick Wilson talked about that. Greg Silverman said, amen. Amen. Oh, boy, guys. Did you see this? Well, I mean, who knows? Again, it's like we'll never know exactly what happened or if the allegations are true or if not, but it's just when they rack up and then the fact of the matter is, of I don't know. But yes, Kevin Spacey, he was uh, cleared of sexual assault charges in the UK, and then this is the second time he's been cleared. And then he, you know, of course, had a little press conference right here that said, I'm enormously grateful to the jury for having taken the time to examine all the evidence and all the facts carefully before they reached a decision. So pretty interesting, but it's just kind of funny because somebody actually posted this right here <laughs> because this is pretty true right here because apparently when it comes to four of the accusers and, you know, and and forget the, the name of the, of the Twitter, I, I get it. But this is, you know, th- it was a little weird when it was like, When you had three of them, that's like, you got dead, suicide, dead, hit by a car, dead, cause unknown, case suddenly dropped. Okay, so three dead, and then a case suddenly dropped. Today he was acquitted. It's just kind of, it is a little strange. Like I said, I like to put on the tinfoil hat and everything, but uh, Kevin Spacey is going to start being in movies again, by the way. I'm sure that's going to happen. Probably directed by Bryan Singer. Who knows? because Singer Singer's trying to make his little comeback, too. And God knows what's going to be happening after that. When it comes to that, we already saw that he wants to make a documentary about clearing his name. So, oh, boy. Yeah, is he going to be the new next, yeah, Lex Luthor? Maybe. Poor choice of words. Did you guys see this? This was passed around like crazy. Casting director Sophie Holland, thank God it was a woman. <laughs> If it was a dude, it'd probably be passed. It'd probably be blown up like 200 times. Says Anya Chalotres. Chalotres, I'm probably saying her name wrong. You know, of course, in the Witcher casting as Yennefer of uh, Valgerberg in Netflix's adaptation of The Witcher was intended to challenge beauty standards. That's right. This right here is challenging beauty standards. I don't know about you, but she's pretty damn beautiful. I mean, obviously in season one, the way she looked before, okay, but that was makeup. Now she's she's, she's pretty gorgeous. I don't know how this is challenging beauty standards really at all. She's just absolutely beautiful. Doesn't even make sense. Yikes, yeah. Might want to think that through next time. And now it's like, how does she feel? How does Anya feel? Wow, so you cast me to challenge beauty standards? My God, I mean, that's just kind of, jeez. Yeah, poor choice of words. Poor choice of words right there. From Miss Sophie Holland, casting director of The Witcher. Good job, absolutely good job, (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, good one to end up on right there. Woof. <laughs> Challenging beauty standards, oh my God. Just not not the choice that you wanna do. All right, let's go ahead and break, break it down. Let's, we're gonna be breaking it down right here. Let's break down that Batgirl plot. Now this came out like two weeks ago And I was like, okay, that that could be a main topic for a stream. And I wanted to make it a main topic for the stream. But I just, you know, when it came to other topics, you know, news and news and news. And I was like, all right, I could save this. I could save this right here. But uh, we're going to go over if anybody's curious, I'm on what's been what was happening in the movie, the Batgirl movie, what was going on. And we have somebody right here. It's a Twitter Twitter account, which is Neb's good takes right here so we're going to be going through this twitter account and kind of just seeing what they say about this because apparently there's script out there something's out there hopefully like something gets leaked or whatever there's images there's of course leaked images that have come out too kind of makes you wonder what's going to be happening with this again it's like hey if movies are going to be pushed to 2024 of course They're kind of going like, well, why would they do that? And, of course, there's the whole logistics of the tax write-off thing. It's most likely never going to happen. But, hey, they should just leak it online and just have fun with it, okay? Instead of, like, you know, you got people out there that are claiming that they have some kind of leak for Batgirl. I've seen that on the timeline, too. It's like, okay, and, you know, people are just doing that. It's like, hey, you know, are are you that desperate for clicks? I don't know. But there we go. So here we go. We're going to start right here. The plot of WB's canceled Batgirl film, starring Leslie Grace, Brendan Fraser, J.K. Simmons, Rebecca Front, and Michael Keaton. Here's the thread right here. This was stitched together from a few different sources, and I've tried my best to make it coherent. However, many details are still missing, so we don't even have the full details here. But we're going to go through what they've put together right here. We start with a young Barbara Gordon in Ballet Clash. She sees the martial arts class through a window and sneaks in. She meets her best friends here, Jason Bard and Alyssa Yeo. With the help of her photographic memory, she uses some moves she saw to take down a bigger kid. So we see that. And then we go, her mom and dad pick her up from class and discuss if Barbara should be allowed to go on a patrol with Jim. Obviously, we've seen that right here. We saw the behind the scenes right here, which is pretty cool. You know, we saw the red hair, red hair Gordon. He's uncomfortable with the idea, but eventually gives in, getting Barbara excited. Gordon is almost killed by a gang on patrol, but Batman saves him, which amazes Barbara. Oh, and well, that's probably what we see right there. Okay. Later, Jim hears a call over the radio saying his house is on fire. He arrives to see his home in flames and his wife screaming in the window. He struggles to get inside, but his front door explodes, knocking him out. Barbara walks in and sees a large man before passing out. So we saw all this too on the set. Boom. Uh oh. No bueno. Cut to many years later, Barbara now works a desk job at the GCPD with Jim being retired as he suffered a heart attack. She often stays at home to take care of him while also spending time with her friend, Alicia, and her boyfriend, Jason. So we've seen those pictures, too. It's during Christmas time, by the way. Okay, and then we uh, move to this right here. It says, "Meanwhile, we see Garfield Linz, Firefly, who works at the grocery store, uh, but his f- fired, but he, but is fired for his temper. He tries to get his old job with a uh, Bressy crime family back, but is rejected by the boss because he's running for mayor. Garfield burns down a pharmacy for his." sick wife's meds brandon fraser right there Barbara dyes her hair red and attends a halloween costume party hosted by bruce wayne oh you know it's kind of funny because we saw an image we did see an image that's not i don't even know who that is but uh yeah killer moth yeah killer moth had a tattoo um no, but we saw an image of Michael Keaton at a party, but, I mean, we're assuming that was actually a Christmas party. It is kind of funny. It's like, all right, is it Christmas, or is it... She talks. They talk about a Halloween party, which is interesting. Killer moth tattoo on the back of the head. Barbara drops from the ceiling, begins fighting the goons. Okay, that's not a fucking Halloween party. I'm just saying. It's not a Halloween party. Is it a Halloween party? It's not a Halloween, but there's a Christmas tree in there. So I don't think it's a Halloween party. And we saw an image with Michael Keaton with the directors, and it's had Christmas decorations. not a Halloween party. So that's where I have to, like, push back on the whole, like, you know, Halloween party. It's not a Halloween party. It is a Christmas party. Um, From the ceiling begins fighting the goons along with Bruce saving his life. Moth escapes but is incinerated by Firefly, who knew he was on the Bressies hit list. Garfield takes his grill and brings it back to the Bressies as proof of his kill, being rehired. So, hmm, Firefly being a little dark. Later... Barbara sees Alicia at her bar. She asks if Barbara dyed her hair red to be like Batgirl, as some other people apparently did after the news of the new hero from the party. She plays along to not be, you know, suspicious, but realizes she loves being a vigilante and saving others. Cool. And then back at the GCPD, Barbara breaks into the GCPD evidence locker using her photographic memory she sees harley quinn's bat from suicide squad what and of course the mallet from birds of prey she grabs an old batarang and also finds catwoman's cow which she uses to make her cow what so bases it on the, Mich- the M- michelle pfeiffer cow right there Ha ah, having now made her own bat suit barbara Goes on patrol for the first time. She's grappled by a Batman who tells her to stop being a vigilante and then drives off in his classic Batmobile. So she steals the Batmobile. Guess similar to Dick Grayson in Batman Forever, right? Maybe they'll play the same offspring song. Smash it up. Smash it up, smash it up. Ooh, smash it up. However, Barbara is able to steal his grapple gun in the process. So she's pretty she's pretty swifty, Barbara. Barbara begins to investigate Firefly as she believes he's the one who killed her mother. In the process she begins to fall for Anthony Bressy. Didn't she already have a boyfriend? All right. Uh, some of the crime some of the crime family who's working to help Gotham's homeless in the sewers. This hurts her relationship with Jason. No shit. <laughs> Barbara is upset with her dad as he says he didn't see anyone on the night Her mom died. She lights up the bat signal to ask Batman for help, but he inspires her to solve it on her own. Firefly goes on to kill Jim, but is stopped by Batgirl, who somehow discovers he was a firefighter. So something like this. Uh Uh-oh. Something that has to do with that. Some shots right there. Barbara investigates Garfield Lynn's files and sees they were already taken by Jim, finding out her dad was secretly investigating him too. She confronts the corrupt head of the GCFD and learns that she sent Firefly to kill Jim that night, but Mrs. Gordon was there instead. Ah, gotta love that. Yeesh. So basically they were like, sent somebody to kill Jim Gordon, ended up killing Barbara. Damn it. Despite their relationship being tense, Barbara does goes to Jason and tells him about all this while keeping her Batgirl identity a secret. They find out Firefly is going to enact a massive plan to burn down Gotham. Massive plan, fire, fight fire, fight fire, fire, fire. Firefly arrives at the uh, mayoral speech for the head of the Bressy family and kills him with fire. Well, I'd imagine so. Batgirl chases him on her bike, but he escapes as there's fire bursting out from all the sewer gates. I think we yeah we saw that. Jason arrives with a fire truck to try to help, but Firefly boards it, and we saw that cool little shot right there. Look at that. We got a drone shot. We got a we got camera rig right there. Pretty sweet. And then of course Jason tries uh, Jason tries to fight, but Firefly hits him in the leg with an axe. He sprays fire all over the city. While Batgirl manages to catch up with him on her bike and they fight on top of the truck for a bit. Barbara and Jason manage to get off the truck before it crashes into a hole. Then we said the hole led to a village for homeless. Garfield is badly injured from the fire truck and Anthony Bressy arrives with his goons. They hold Batgirl back as he shoots Firefly in the head. Now, knowing Anthony's role in all of this, Batgirl tells him she'll stop him one day. So we got some shots right here, too. I don't even remember really seeing some of these, but that's pretty cool. That's a homeless encampment right there. Pretty interesting. Oh, what did you do? You went back. Come on, Twitter or X. What are you doing to me? Going back? Yeah, there we go. That's why. We cut to Christmas. We cut to Christmas. We've already seen... See, that's that's the thing that's inconsistent about this, this, you know, right here. Cut to Christmas. There's already been Christmas decorations all over the place. I think it's already been Christmas. Where Barbara and Jason have gotten back together and are setting up decorations along Alicia and Jim. Gordon... Gordon believes she can go out on patrol with the GCPD now, and Barbara declines, and she uses the database from her desk job to catch criminals. Okay. Barbara has now started to work from an old clock tower. Batman arrives, asking if she's ready to be a hero. She accepts and is giving a new armored suit, but decides to combine it with her old one, keeping the cape and cowl she made from the Catwoman suit. All right. And then, of course, we all have seen the new the newer Batgirl suit. Batman and Batgirl have a discussion about how they've felt lonely for so long, bonding over their traumatic lives. Bruce, Barbara and Bruce get on a gargoyle and jump off together, gliding through Gotham City, as ending the ending shot of the film. So, and then of course, some notes right here. Ben and Frazier's performance was deranged as you'd expect for Firefly. He just also happens to care for his sick wife and hates the system for cutting his benefits. Natalie Holt who was in Loki, composed the score. We already knew about that. No idea why th- there are Christmas decorations at a Halloween party, because it's all during Christmas. I don't know. I don't, I, the whole Halloween party is, like, throwing me off, too. There's Christmas decorations all over the freaking place. So I, we could assume that the whole thing takes place in de- December. This movie took place in the new timeline that the Flash movie's original ending set up with uh, Bat Keaton replacing Bat Flick and Supergirl being alive. A lot of people are saying it sounds average, which I don't entirely disagree with, but it hadn't gone through the standard reshoots yet, and David Zaslop didn't want to. So there you go, there you go. I mean, that's what what was happening right there. But I mean, yeah, the whole the only thing that I'm like, all right, no, it's just Christmas all over the place. There's decorations everywhere. There's no Halloween party. I don't know that information. That's just. That's the one I push back on because it just it's entirely during Christmas. There's nothing but Christmas all over the place. Because remember, The Flash was supposed to come out last year, 2022, in November. And then this was going to come out shortly after. And that was going to make all sense of why. And then, of course, now that we know about the whole spaghetti multiverse that Michael Keaton's Batman explained in The Flash, and things didn't get put back correctly, fully, and originally the ending of The Flash was going to have Michael Keaton's Batman as well as possibly even a Henry Cavill Superman and and uh, Gal Gadot's Diana. Well, Diana and Clark were going to be there too, but it was going to have Michael Keaton's Batman, and then that was going to lead into this Batgirl, which I guess is going to be like, I guess there was going to be a Flash in this universe as well. It's going to be that same universe because they do say that Supergirl didn't die. Was Supergirl going to end up making some kind of cameo as well that's also a question a lot of things a lot of things that are out there that's no longer gonna happen because remember guys it was hamada that was trying to orchestrate all this again when people are like look what they told us i'm like yeah but you don't like hamada remember are you changing that now i don't know it's like again i mean i've heard firsthand on you know that guy so i just go like yeah whatever that Cocksucker was trying to create when it came to this new timeline. It wasn't going to work. Crisis, a crisis movie. Nah, it wasn't going to work. So there you go, guys. There you go. Maybe eventually it'll get leaked. If Batgirl ends up getting leaked, maybe that'll end up happening. Somebody will leak it. Scene will get leaked. That's what I'm expecting next. Let's get a scene. The only thing that's leaked so far is like a couple of shots behind the scenes. When it comes to that clock tower, that bell tower that was explained right there, we've seen those shots and those leaked images, which I had to take my post down on my website because I put them on my website, and I got contacted by Warner Brothers. I said, hey, you better get rid of that or we're going to find you. Yeah, I had, to, I had to get rid of that. So, um, And I briefly showed them on a stream, and I didn't blur it out. So if you go back to that stream, you will actually see them. It hasn't been caught yet. I should... Or maybe I did blur it. You know what? I think I did. I think I went back and blurred out that image, just so I wouldn't get, you know, a copyright. So sadly, they're out there somewhere. I mean, you've seen them. They're out there somewhere. But yeah, sadly, I had to take them off the website because I got contacted by Warner Brothers. They're like, uh ah 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 ah. The Flash making some waves or some lightning or some whatever speed forcing on the the VOD services right here because apparently it's seeing some new life. It's seeing a little bit of new life. I mean, I I rented it. I didn't buy it. I rented it. I did rent it over the weekend because, you know, Miss Nighthawk wanted to watch it, and I wanted to watch it again, and then the neighbor, her neighbor, she wanted to, like, he wanted to see it too. So... We watched it. I rented it, and I was like, "Okay, I'll just rent it." You know, I'll probably get like a I don't know a a different kind of copy. I'm starting to get back into the whole physical game again. But according to uh, IndieWire, right here. With The Flash leading VOD, Warner Brothers Discovery gets another number one film. Wow, that's quite a title. With a troubled history and soft box office, The Flash on PVOD gives Warner Brothers its second number one film right now. As Barbie comes off a $162 million domestic opening in theaters, The Flash takes the top spot of all three VOD charts this week, just over a month after debuting in theaters. Never mind that Barbie made more... In its opening week, and then the Flash did, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. In <laughs> the entire run, it's like, oh, why rub salt on the wound? And an even quicker turnaround, Rudy Gilman, Teenage Crowd. Okay, they talk about that too, but yes. So there you go. Something. I got to turn that off. Keep on having that. There we go. Turn that off. But hey, it's something. It might have a little bit of another life on VOD. It's not on full on streaming yet sure we'll get those numbers when it shows up on max but right now currently okay it's leading all that when it comes to downloads and VODs and everything which is usually the case it doesn't even matter these movies when they show up for VOD or whatever the hell they're always number one the first week now if it ends up being number one the second week and then possibly the third week then we could start really going well okay it definitely does have a second life right now it's just got like a week of a second life right now that's what it's looking like. There's that. You, you try to be glasses half, because I enjoyed the movie. I've seen it three times now. I enjoyed the movie. It's going to be probably in my top 10 2023 list. Maybe. We'll see what happens. It's not, I, it might be in the top five right now. It's definitely not in the top three, but it's in the, it might be in the top five. Maybe not. I don't know. I haven't really thought about that, but we'll see what happens at the end of the year, you know? All right, so there's that. And then we have The Haunted Mansion. Anybody seeing it? Anybody? Should I just put a cricket's drop right there? I don't think anybody's going to be seeing this, right? Is anybody actually going to go watch The Haunted Mansion? Probably not. But again, news was pretty scarce, so I was like, all right, well, there's a movie coming out this weekend. It's from Disney. And why not? Let's just uh, talk about it. Okay, so we've got Ryan that says maybe. Or no, RJ says maybe and then Ryan says yes. So we got a couple of people that are like, Okay, why not? Let's go let's go watch it. So let's look at some reviews. Right here for the Haunted Mansion. All right. Currently at 46 on the Devil Fruit site. Haunted Mansion's talented cast makes the movie a pleasant enough destination, although it's neither scary nor funny enough to wholeheartedly recommend. Ouch. It's like there's only so much you could do. It's like you, can, you, can, you can't, you got to make it a kid's movie about a haunted, you know, a haunted kid's movie right here. So... Uh, Let's just read a couple of these right here. The Haunted Mansion seems likely to be on the fast track to Disney Plus, which is where something of its middling entertainment value belongs. Haunted Mansion doesn't have one-tenth of the wit or imagination of the decades-old attraction. You will, however, definitely feel like you've been taken for a ride in the worst possible way. Rolling Stone! Ouch! This version, directed by Justin Simon... Simon? Simon? And written by Katie DePauld is worlds better than the Eddie Murphy disaster. Yeah, remember that movie? Jesus Christ, pretty horrible. But it's not really fun, spooky, or engaging enough to make much of an impression beyond the moment. We have a good one right here. Haunted Mansion is an enjoyable, if somewhat sedate, experience that is more spooky diversion than thrill rides. So there, we got a good one right there. So possessed with recreating the ride's details that it misses a bit of its spirit. Yeah, I noticed in the trailer that there was some right details on there. All right. And let's end on a good one right here from uh, screen zealots made for fans of the Disney parks who have a passion for the original attraction. The film isn't an instant classic, but it's incentive fun and a great it's inventive. Sorry, but it's inventive fun and a great way to spend a couple of hours this summer. So there you go. But what movie you guys should be really paying attention to though, when it comes to what's coming out this weekend, Talk to me. Tell me your name. Sorry. Do you guys remember that guy? Yeah. And some people will know what I just referenced right there, but we got Talk to Me, which has more reviews than the Haunted Mansion. 110. Currently certified fresh, 96% right here. With a gripping story and impressive practical effects, Talk To Me spins a terrifying a a terror yeah, creepy. And 21st century horror yarn built on a classic foundation built on classic foundations right here so critics are raving about this one right here there's like only one bad one on this first page this this is one freaky talk back at screen horror show there's no doubt that uh philip the philippo brothers have possessed us born and raised on youtube they've crashed the party with a great debut welcome them warmly just don't shake their hands. Something, something all too rare, a good, scary, and original movie. Visually and emotionally, brutal. Talk to Me is freaky and confrontational and hilariously crass. It crashes through its plot progressions with tactless verve. That's the movie, that's the movie I'm seeing this weekend. Haunted Mansion, I'll catch it on Disney+. Plus. It looks like it should be on Disney+. Plus. I'm watching that. And I love the fact that these brothers started on YouTube like 10 years ago. They like debuted on YouTube 10 years ago. And now they have a movie that's out there right now that is challenging a Disney movie. So you better believe that they probably have a fraction of the budget of the Haunted Mansion. And it's most likely going to do better because horror movies are kicking ass this year. So I'm putting my money to that because disney already has my money with their fucking streaming service so i'll just watch haunted mansion on that with owen wilson wow oh my god this place is haunted and it's a mansion wow yeah i'll save that for here but i'm gonna go watch talk to me tomorrow so look forward to that first reaction put your money in that guys if you want an actual hunt ha- hey, i got another fly in here god damn it um yeah if you guys want to put some money somewhere, put it, put it towards that. Put it towards that. Not the Disney machine. Put it towards this movie right here. An actual haunting, crazy movie right here. Secret Invasion season finale. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? This series started off somewhat strong, decent, I was digging it, I was digging the more serious vibe, and I was like, all right, spy, espionage, cool. But then I was like, man, they just saw, uh, as we went through the whole series, it got a little dull, it got a little boring, and it got a little, where the hell is this going? And then naturally it was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, so Garrick, or Garrick, I always forget the, the, the main baddies name, the main scroll that is trying to take over the world right here is basically wanting to make super scrolls by using the DNA of avengers characters or avengers heroes you know and just kind of because obviously when it comes to some of the battles some blood might have gotten spilled on the battlefield so then you got people that go out and collect it i did like some of the backstory when it came to sam when it came to nick fury i liked some of that backstory i liked uh talos and uh, him their exchange their relationship that they had but it's just started really just kind of going like all right Where is this heading? And it was like, okay, the last episode, cool. It sounds like it's leading into like a cool little... We're going to have this twisty kind of crazy finale that's happening. Well, there was a twist. Sure, there was definitely a twist. But there was a a, a final battle that reminded me of this. Yeah. Do you guys remember this from uh, Rise of the Silver Silver Surfer when it came to Fantastic Four 2? When... (laughs) When when Mr. Johnny right here, the human torch, was basically combined with everyone's all the Fantastic Four's abilities. All his abilities to take on Doctor Doom. That's what that reminded me of. Because yes, when we have Amelia Clark's character who gets supercharged too, and they go through like I'm sorry to, I'm not really spoiling it because it's all over the freaking internet right now, but I mean, my God, it was just kind of, that final battle was horrendous, horrendous. She had Drax's arm, and it looked so bad. $212 million budget here, folks. It looked bad. It looked bad. It was so bad. I mean, and they just had like the different... And they even had the DNA. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess it's because they could just say, hey, it's a scroll. They work differently. So when you inject DNA from numerous heroes, they just know how to work their powers. It was just automatically, both of them just knew how to work the powers. Oh, you know, I could turn, I could have a Hulk arm, and I could have a Groot arm too. That's right. Hulk arm, Groot arm. Look at that. Look at me, Mom. Hulk, it's like, what the hell was that? And then, of course, she's flying around like Captain Marvel because she just knows how to fly now and do all that. Yeah, it was rough. It was freaking rough. So bad. And and like I said, I mean, when it when it came to the how this series started off, I mean, the only when I was thinking about, though, I think like one of the gripes that I had, because at any time that they were like previously on Secret Invasion is when they showed Sam Jackson reacting to an explosion. I'm like, yeah, Sam Jackson's up there in age because when he would react to like an explosion or even like there was a couple other times in the series, too, where he like react and it'd be like. (laughs) <laughs> it was like what the hell it's like somebody get don't do a close-up on sam jackson when he's reacting to an explosion because he's too old a little too rickety you know this is like when when it came to the irishman and they de-aged robert de niro and then he was still trying to kick somebody's ass but it's like yeah he's still looking like an old man but yeah when you watch like the explosion in the um season premiere the, the 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 series premiere and it's just kind of funny because he just kind of goes like Ugh! like it's 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 ridiculous like sam react like there's an explosion that just happened and he just goes Ugh! you know it's like did he hurt himself boy i'm just saying like it was just because they i remember they they showed it the previous on here again and i just laughed because it just it doesn't it doesn't look that great but hey what could he do but yeah um 212 million dollar budget where did it go i mean i don't know again this is what disney and marvel studios is struggling with i i have not read the secret invasion books but i saw people online complaining like why are they using these titles and then just completely changing the stories seems like that's what they're doing See that's where again you kind of go like yeah remember 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 that BVS movie the Batman versus Superman it's like yeah it took elements from a few different books and just kind of combined them they didn't call it the Dark Knight Returns to only promise you not that it's like they shouldn't really do this but they know that that's gonna you 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 have that title people are gonna tune in just like Civil War wasn't Civil War you know so Ragnarok wasn't ra- you know. That's just that's the problem that Marvel Studios is running into right now. People are waking up to like, wait a minute. This is kind of false advertisement. You call it this, I've read that, and that's not that. What the hell? And they spend over 200 million dollars on it. Jesus Christ. That's just no bueno, man. It's just not good. It's not good. But whatever. Like I said, they should just invest into like uh, the three Spider Spider-Man. Do do a Spider Man four, Spider Man three, and then a Spider Man four. Obviously Toby and Tom Hollands and then have another have another have a have an entire movie that's again, that is just them three. <laughs> I don't know. Invest in that Spider-Verse and then somehow mix it into the Miles Morales thing and the cross of Spider-Verse. They should really tap into that because that's what's working. When it comes to multiverse Spider-Verse is what's working, okay? I think we can all agree with that. When it comes to multiverse and the current state of Marvel is the Spider-Verse is what's working the best. So maybe, maybe. But then, you know, they already have their slate for all this. And then just they just need to bring in the X-Men, Fantastic Four. They just need to bring in that too. They should just reboot the whole thing. They should reboot the whole universe and just start a universe that has everyone in it to me that just almost seems like the way they should go i'm just having like a thought right now they should really just go to the point where it's like just reboot everything and start it off with you have you know your tony stark your captain rogers your new you know you have them all back but with mutants with the x-men with the fantastic four maybe do that i don't know but they're probably just going to continue on without their Tony Stark, without, with a different Captain America, I get that. But I don't know. It just seems like to me, like maybe it's just time to start over, but start over with the whole universe. So then you have this. I don't know. That would be bold if they did that. But that would piss off a lot of people. they that piss off all the Marvel fanboys. All right. Let's get to some questions here. Uh, let's see. Let me go to YouTube first. See if anybody asks any questions here. It looks like we got one on YouTube. Game City Savior twenty nine ten. You always ask to send questions when I can't think of nothing. That happens. I'm not interested in gun stuff, and I'm not watching Legacy in the theater because I didn't do that for Man of Steel because I didn't have that kind of money then. All right. Interesting. Bom, 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 bom. All right. Here we go. Twitter questions. All right, we got right here, we got Eric Blake. So leaving aside the complete confusion the Batgirl film would have put in audiences' minds, do you think there's a slight possibility the strikes will go on long enough for WBD to go screw it? Probably not because it is a tax write-off. And, uh, I mean, I would say the other two probably have better odds than Batgirl. Ryan. Ryan. Not sure if you saw, but Russell Brand had The Critical Drinker on his show. Have you thought about bringing him on the the vodka stream, or is he too controversial? He does have some good points in today's film industry. I mean, I'm open for anybody. I've seen him too, you know, we'll see. But I'm not Russell Brand. (laughs) It's It's hard for me to get big guests when I'm just a small channel. Mr. Wooter, hey Dave, I just watched Watchmen, the director's cut, it, it was amazing, Adrian kill a lot of people at the end of the movie to save the world, do you think he did the right thing, and my, well, I don't think he, like, did the right thing, because I don't believe in killing a bunch of people, but you get, you understand where he's coming from, I guess you could say, my friend, bought, he bought you uh, John Wick 4 on Blu-ray, that movie is so crazy, what's your favorite scene from that movie, probably, you know, the scene on the steps, Seeing on the steps is absolutely ridiculous. Mr. Nobody, hey, Dave, I'm glad The Flash is doing well on VOD. I saw the film in theaters and liked it. As long as Superman, Batman, One want to treat it right, then I think we should be good. I like James Gunn, but it's really a wait-and-see game. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I'm trying to be optimistic, too. You probably have more confidence than I do, but, you know, we'll see. Ryan, Dave, what do you think DCU's bat will act like, like Keaton or Pattinson? Probably like neither. I'm going to hope for neither. Oops. Jacob. So aliens are real. I hope they're nothing like the aliens from Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds or Signs or Independence Day or a bunch of other alien movies, too. CK, the final fight in the series finale of Secret Invasion felt like a poor man's attempt at a Dragon Ball Z fight. Hmm. let see that. Uh, let's see. Darkness Under the Wind. Dave, question number one. Do you think Rhodey will reveal in Armor Wars when he was taken? And if so, when do you expect he was taken? Civil War, Endgame? Well, it had to be after Endgame. I don't know. Probably after the Falcon and Winter Soldier or right before the events. Of C- I think it was right before then. Question number two. Do you see the low ratings for Secret Invasion being the fault of poor promoting or due to lack of interest in the show from fans? I say both. Question three. Main villain of the Batman 2. I had either wanted to be Freeze or Hush. Main villain of the DCU Justice League. Eh, Brainiac or Vandal Savage would be pretty sweet. Ishmael Cohen says Bat Shaniqua. All right. That's a weird one. (laughs) Edward. Hey, Dave. What's the thought on why DC films can't catch a break from flop after flop? Do you still believe DC has an audience still in live action? I think there's still something there. I think there will always be something there. Jamon Watson. Hey, Dave, did you watch Superman's solar short film? May, no, I did not. I should check that out. I remember seeing, like, images and, like, a preview and whatnot of all that. So I should check that out. One of these days. One of these days I would probably check that out, so. Uh, I don't read Marvel Comics. I leave it up to the movies and shows to tell me the stories. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell you the big-time stories. I get that you're saying, Dave. I don't think... Feige would want to do that because of what he and all the Marvel uh, got planned once they come up with a new direction they're going for it, maybe. Uh, Feige and Disney made Fox take out scrolls from Dark Phoenix, and this is what you got, right? Most of the general public will never read the comics, absolutely. Yeah and critical drinker was completely disingenuous in his flash review made me go did you even watch the movie yeah i've seen some of that guy's stuff again part of that part of that side of the youtubes where they just think everything's woke kind of thing but i mean he is called the critical drinker so i mean and i have a stream called the vodka stream so i mean but i'm one of those people that i would probably have I, i would have on anybody to be honest if they had an interest in coming onto the stream i'm like let's have a chat i don't care you know, obviously there were, oh, there would be people that would probably get pissed off at me for having some of these people on. I'm like, hey, why are you giving them a plap? Why are you doing that? I'm not one of those people. I I I even had like a, a little back and forth with somebody in my mentions today when I made a joke that when the, when it came to the whole Hunter Biden thing that was happening, that's still happening, that's been happening. There was like news about all that today, and I'm like, oh, this is why this is why they were like, tell them there's aliens. To distract, which obviously when it comes to politics, yeah, they do do that, by the way. I mean, both sides have done that to use the media to distract from a serious thing that's going against them. That does happen, happens frequently. But I was making the joke because I'm not thinking that. Oh, yeah, because the whole alien thing was been talked about. And then this whole thing was already planned and whatever the hell. I don't know. But I wasn't trying. I was making a joke. And man, did that trigger that person? Um, Apparently, because it was just like. I was making a joke and they're immediately like, no, only like the crazy MAGA people were obsessed with that. I'm like, well, not really. If you actually k- get out of your bubble, you can actually see there's a lot of people that are going like, yeah, what the hell's going on with this whole Hunter Biden thing? I mean, his guys like a scumbag or something like that. And there's some weird shit that's going on with his dad, too. And it's like, I don't know. I've I'm just one of those that goes. I don't subscribe to his side and I'll talk to anyone. But then I just kind of use, I don't like defend. I'm like, yeah, if Trump goes to jail, fine. Hunter Biden goes to jail, fine. Lock them both up. Put them in a cell together. That would be, and then put some cameras on that. That'd be a crazy reality show. Trump and Hunter Biden in a cell together. Wouldn't that be fun? (laughs) That would get some massive ratings. Massive ratings. Sorry. All right, guys. Members, of course, we'll be doing a members-only stream after this. So if you want to take part in that, become a member. If you want to uh, be part of the family, do so. Other than that, I'll see you guys on Friday for the Vodka stream. And then, of course, subscribe, hit that notification bell, all that. Follow me on the Sock Meds that are around me if you want to support the channel. we got the Patreon for some bonus content right there as well. And, uh, yeah, there it is. So, uh, members. Members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. And we'll have a nice little private chat right after this and uh, everybody else will see you on friday look forward to my review my first reaction review of talk to me tomorrow right out my first reaction so check that out and uh, yeah guys love you talk to you later